0: this is what's expected. Preparing for a big launch such as this, I already know that it's a lot of crunch time. It's a lot of long hours. I'm excited though.
1: The things that we want in life and the things that we're pursuing and our goals and our purpose and we're filling them, it does take work to do that. In the moment when it's happening, it's a lot.
0: It's a lot to take in during a process. I'm grateful for it. Um, This is what God has prepared me for. Mm-hmm. He has told me that this day was going to come. So I'm just living it as we speak. It's a lot. I'm grateful. If it didn't happen this way then I'll be still at my 9 to 5 sitting in my cubicle thinking like what if, what if, what if.
1: You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life with the life of stories of Black women who drive and I'm your host Sherlyn Calpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back. So we are now at the end of the first week of December, so it's like three and a bit weeks left of the month. I cannot believe That is all we have left of 2019. I am still driving right to the end, you know, in terms of the things I've got to do for 2019. It feels intense. I don't know about you, but it feels really intense for me at the moment. So I'm kind of frantically getting things done, focusing on my work. I've got a trip to London. London is so cool in, at Christmas time, it's such a wonderful time to be in London, so I'm gonna be in London for a few days. Even though I have a few days now, I am still working on accomplishing my goals, and I've also got my antennae on 2020. If you are still interested in finishing the year strong, if you're still up for that, then I want you to go back to the episode I did about three weeks ago, Called How to Nail Your 2019 Goals. I was that? Four weeks ago. Anyway, How to Nail Your 2019 Goals. If you are done with 2019 goals, you're like, I am done with that. I have nailed those. Thank you very much, Shirley. I did a great job on those things. Or I have, I'm thrown in the towel. I've done what I've done. And I'm not going to like keep at it to the end. If you're in that place and you're starting to get your sight on 2020, then can I remind you to go back to last week's episode? Because in last week's episode, I did a whole episode on reviewing 2019 and really the importance of doing this work before you even think about writing a goal for 2020, stop, take a pause and reflect on what happened in 2019 and what were the lessons learned. And remember, at the end of that episode, you also could download a free PDF, which walks you through the questions that I give you, that I'm going to be using, that I'm going to be using with other people on reviewing 2019 that sets you up so well for 2020. So before, 29, before 2020 goals comes this, was the last week's episode. And if you want the free PDF download with all the questions for you to use, then go to shirleymccalpine.com forward slash review 2019. That's shirleymccalpine.com forward slash review 2019. If you are someone who's already reviewed 2019 and you are like, Shirley, I want to start working on 2020 goals, then I'm going to be coming out with some gems around that too. However, you can always go to the goalkeeper download that I was given out earlier this year and you go to shirleymccalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper ShirleyMCalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper and you can download um that i will put both of those links in the show notes so that you can get your free pdf so you can be finishing strong and creating powerfully finishing strong creating powerfully okay So I wanted to remind you of that. I am totally doing all of that, plus, like, really going for it and getting into the Christmas spirit because this week was the first Christmas concert at my daughter's school. And so once you've started to do that, my kids are playing Christmas music all over the place, in the car, in their room, when we're cooking, you name it, it's all over my daughter's making Christmas decorations. It's all, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. And even though it feels quite early, here we are. Anyhow, now I want to start talking about my guest this week, Natasha. Um, if you've been following me for a while, or if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, one thing you will know about me is that I'm really interested in how people find their purpose and are living their purpose. I'm really interested in what it takes to live your purpose or, or how do you move from the life that you have to having your life reflect that which you believe you are here to do. And, um, and one of the reasons why I'm so interested in this and fascinated in this is one, cause I'm committed that people live a life that they want to live versus the life that they have. And there may be nothing wrong with the life that you have, but it's the life they want to live. I'm committed to that people are clear about their purpose and then live out their purpose as well. And so helping people do that is part of what I do. And so I'm really interested when I discover women, black women who are living their purpose. And I'm curious about how they got there. How did they move from where they were to feeling this alignment with how they're living their life and what they're accomplishing in their life. And so when I met Natasha and I had an initial conversation with Natasha, that's one of the things that fascinated me and you're going to be fascinated with that too because it's a very powerful story of what it has taken and what it is taken from her and how she is living out her purpose today and through her her relationship with god and so I think you're going to find this a very powerful and moving conversation. I got moved at the end of it. I really did. And you'll hear why. But I love that she is really in conversation with God on a regular basis. In a way that you hear her relationship and how that is guiding her. is really where i get so interested and really joyful for her that this is how this is what's showing up for her in her life so natasha was born and raised in brooklyn to trinidadian father and a jamaican mother she's been influenced by both cultures and embedded in this idea that nothing in life comes easy however having the honor to be nurtured in a loving and hard-working family cultivated her into the businesswoman that she is today She learned early on that you must pursue your dreams in order to turn them into reality. With that, she needed faith and passion to see her through. This allowed her to accept the will of God's plan for her life. From becoming an FIT alumni to a runway commercial print model and then a CEO and founder of a faith-based lifestyle brand named Tashi, she strives to empower, teach and motivate people through her brand. Natasha, thank you so much for being willing to be a guest on She's Got Drive.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much, Shirley, for having me. I'm just blessed to be here and to speak to you about everything. So thank you.
1: Well, we met at um, Harlem Fashion Row and um, and how we met was you looked amazing. And so that. and yeah. then you just you were very <laughs> striking and we stopped and we had a little kind of conversation. So. Um your story is such a um powerful story about how you are pursuing something that really is you've been called to do and um and fulfilling like your purpose really. Something that's really who integral to who you are is, is, is kind of how I would say it in terms of this what I what you've talked about as we've had previous conversations. So I want you to share with my listeners What is it that you're doing and how you came to do what you're doing?
0: Okay. Oh my gosh. This is a long story, but it's very fulfilling at the same time. But um, I am the CEO and founder of a faith-based lifestyle brand called Tashi Inc. And Tashi is our parent company, but it started as a clothing line about four years ago that promotes modesty in fashion Mm -hmm. and also ministers the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So um, I came to uh, this uh, calling due to my conviction of immodesty while I was a model. Mm -hmm. And um, so after I graduated from FIT, I just wanted to pursue my modeling career. I'm like, look, I'm still young, so, yes. so let me just uh, let me just start on this modeling career, and uh, I was doing that for like about four to five years, and professionally, mm-hmm. and um, during the peak of my career, I just felt a sense of emptiness inside of me, and um, I always had a relationship with God, but I I guess like while I was modeling, I never really lived that straight and narrow path. Mm -hmm. So I was like what most people in um, the Christian faith will say you're in and out of the world. Mm -hmm. So I was in and out of the world, (laughs) you know, praising God, but still doing other things. And um, so I was just, you know, I had to pray to God about the feeling that I was feeling of emptiness Mm -hmm. and he was just like ministering and stewarding over my soul And, um, as I grew closer to God, I just felt a need to like strip away certain things about myself. Okay. You know, I just felt very in like, in like not pure, you know, very impure. So, um, I just started to strip away certain things. And one of those things was covering up myself and, and just acting a certain way. And, um, in the modeling industry, It's hard to do that, you know, because Mm -hmm. you're dealing with certain clients, you know, who wants you to wear certain things. And, you know, as I was going with Christ, I just felt like, look, I'm not going to compromise anymore. So let me just tell my agency how I feel. And um, if they let me go, they let me go. But um, when I spoke to my agent, she was very understanding and uh, she tried to book me uh, get jobs. that wouldn't compromise what I believe in, right. but it wasn't as it was before. You know, it was a little different, but, um, you know, she was trying her best to, um, to accommodate me and my beliefs, but, um, God, he wanted me to do more than just modeling. So, you know, I, um, right after I just felt that conviction, I just had an epiphany that I needed to go back into the fashion industry, and, um, and just to start my career mm-hmm. in that field. So, um, just out of nowhere, which this is all God, because out of nowhere, I'm not even looking for a job, mind you. Right. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere, I got a call from a recruiter asking me if I'm interested in an opportunity to work for this big fashion corporation in marketing. I'm like, wait, like I never, ever. <laughs> had held a corporate job in my life after I graduated FIT. I mean, I was an assistant wardrobe stylist for a company, but right. that's totally different, right. you know? So I'm just like, I don't have any experience in marketing and this recruiter who had this, just happened to have my my contact information when, I was, when she had visited FIT mm-hmm. while I was there.
1: Right.
0: So this was years after. <laughs> so... <laughs> She called me and I'm just like, okay, this is all God. He, I just felt the need to go back into the fashion industry. So I'm going to take this opportunity, mm-hmm. right? So, so I was working at this job in marketing, first time in corporate.
1: So then hold on, she got, approaches you and then you actually then get the job.
0: No, I got the job. Yeah, oh, I got, wow, I went to the, okay. yeah, she, she called me. She had my contact information and she called me about this opportunity to work in marketing as a sample, a sample coordinator for this big corporation Right. to me. Like I look at signs and that was a big sign for me. Yes. Like this is what I need to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, you know, the interview went well and I got the job, started working and uh, while I was working there and growing in my relationship with God, mm-hmm. that is when I had another epiphany that I needed to start a clothing line that promotes modesty and fashion and also ministering through my clothing line as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: about the Christian. Right. And I had to really had a one-on-one conversation with God. Cause I'm like, how in the world am I going to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ through my clothing line, unless I do, um, t-shirts with quotes on it or or scriptures. And I'm like, God, you know, women's wear clothing. So, so I don't know how that's going to work because, you know, I like making clothes. So, and God is just like, look, 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 let me just show you. All right. So he sent me three confirmations. I kid you not the next day I'm in the kitchen and I turn on the TV and, uh, the 700 club show came on and they were interviewing, an ex Victoria's Secret model named Kylie Busuti, mm-hmm. and she spoke about leaving the her modeling career to pursue her Christian clothing line. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like this is a second confirmation from God. Oh my gosh! All right, I see you, God. I see what you're
1: doing. Right.
0: Literally, that same day, as I'm riding to work. I got a message from one of my former, former co-workers just thanking me for um, my faith in God and how inspired that she was with the things that I've told her um, about my faith and about God, which had helped her to um, get involved in this church and become a member, um, baptized, everything. So when I read this message, I just started crying because— this was her testimony that she was sharing with me Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, God, now I see the ministry aspect of this. And I was like, okay, yes, I'm going to answer the call. I'm going to do this thing. And I did. So, um, I was, you know, still at my nine to five working, working, uh, just working to start Tashi, Mm -hmm. what have you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But, um, I had to leave the nine to five to really start it to really launch it. So I felt that I needed to make a few pieces to showcase, right? And I wanted to gift those pieces to my best friend and my cousin during Christmas time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, around that time, that's when neoprene was like really like just trending. Okay. You know, a lot of people want to do neoprene skirts, neoprene dresses. So I was like, let me just make this neoprene skirt <laughs> for them. So when while I was working on it, I just felt for my spirit, like, okay, Natasha, you know, you can make this into a cape as well. And I'm like, what? A skirt and a cape? A transitional piece? (laughs) I was like, all right, let me just see how this goes. So I did, um, I made the zipper like an open zipper Mm -hmm. and I gifted them this item on Christmas day. And I was like, look, I think I need to record this. So I recorded their reaction (laughs) and uploaded it on my Instagram page and I'm telling you, a lot of people were just amazed by this transitional piece. I got so many DMs asking, you know, how they can order. So that's how Tashi really started. Wow. And yeah, like I was like, OK, this is a start or something. <laughs> so that's how Tashi really started. And um, and that next year I did a small capsule collection just to launch everything mm-hmm. um, just to you know, really promote the brand. I worked on my the e-commerce website and I launched everything within the next year. And, um, you know, just working on Tashi and actually going back in the fashion industry through freelance for different companies to learn more about the industry. And, uh, you know, I was working in merchandising and buying just to get that business yeah. aspect of things. And um, Tashi kept growing at the same time and I kept growing spiritually at the same time, too, because it was a journey um, just handling a Christian clothing line and, you know, working on myself to making sure that whenever um, God uh, really brings me out there Mm -hmm. um, in the forefront, that I'm ready to handle whatever comes with it. This year, I do not work another corporate job. I'm just working solely on Tashi Uh and I'm launching my new collection, Redemption. And Redemption is the first collection of my um, new clothing line that I'm presenting called Natasha. So yeah.
1: It's so, that's pretty much. uh, Yeah. There's so much in here because I love how you, one is, it's your constant conversation that you're having with, it with God, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I love also how you follow like there's a there's an insight or a message that you're that you receive the message and you follow that. You kind of trust that and yeah you then are responding to the signs, responding to the things that are in front of you, the opportunities that present themselves to you and you're like oh yeah. and then that an end that that kind of has allowed for other things to open up.
0: I had to go back in the industry to freelance for different corporations because I need I needed that experience. Yeah. And uh, the last job I was in, it was for three years at this uh, another big corporation. (laughs) And I was doing buying and merchandising. The funny thing about that story, I have I was let go in February. Mm -hmm. And that was the same month that I um, released a movie that I created about my last collection called Warrior. It was a very impactful movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, a, like I said, it was a story about my last collection, Warrior, which is um, about overcoming spiritual warfare mm-hmm. through um,
1: prayer and
0: faith in God.
1: How has that impacted the growth of Tashi this year? You And what does, and what's, I mean, redemption, share with us what redemption means to you and and why you okay. called it redemption. And then give us a sense of what, because I because I know that some people might go, what is modest modest kind of fashion look like, you know? And because exactly. people may assume that it's kind of, may have lots of assumptions about that. But yeah, so let's share, share with us what you, what in your respect, in terms of your line, what does it mean?
0: Okay, well, First, I'm going to answer your question with the warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, so warrior, it was about overcoming spiritual warfare through faith in God and redemption is a sequel of warrior. Okay. And that is like, now you've been redeemed. Mm-hmm. Now you are walking in that victory. So yeah. warrior is the sequel of warrior. I mean, sorry, redemption is a sequel of warrior. Okay. So, um, you won the war and you, um, are fully confident In your walk now, and nothing can't stop you. Right. So you're walking in that victory. You have been redeemed, and you're taking back whatever the enemy has stole from you. And the enemy is the devil. So you're taking Mm -hmm. that those things back, and you're walking in that victory. So that's what redemption is all about, and that's what I'm going to convey December seventh with showcasing that modesty to me, on how Tashi translates modesty through our brand. It's about being not just only covering up, but it's about being fulfilled and being one with yourself, one with God. Mm-hmm. Once you're one with God, once you have that fulfillment, you want to be more like him. Mm-hmm. So modesty to me, it's, it's more than just covering up. It's an internal thing. Okay, And first, because you, once you have that internally, it's going to exude externally. Mm-hmm. So that's first and foremost what modesty means to me. And Tashi, we provide, we offer pants, <laughs> dresses, but they're all trendy. You yes. get what I'm saying? Yes. So it's nothing like, like I, for me, I'm a very innovative and creative person. So And that's a part of the gift that God has given me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like my pieces are in a sense like too too extravagant. I feel like if we are God's children, if we are royalty, we have to look and present ourselves like that. As a right. Am I correct? Yes. All right. So for me, I just like whenever time anytime like I design something, I just think about like, okay, I am royalty, my consumers are royalty, so I'm going to make something that's what I feel like it's it's going to represent that. Mm-hmm. You know, my pieces, they're very trendy. Some people wouldn't even know, like, just by looking at it, that this stems from a Christian colon line. But for the most part, everything is just fully covered. Everything. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. full full coverage. You know, I guess because it's so trendy and people have this idea that modesty, you know, is just like, a, you know, for certain people, Amish or, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um... It's like for older women in the churches with the the big old hat. Right. And, and I'm like, no, like, no, you can be <laughs> modest in your own right, you know, like without even dressing like that. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, like it's just, you know, people have a, a certain stigma about modesty and yeah. I'm here to show them that that's not how it goes. You know, you can still look trendy and still be modest at the same time. Mm-hmm. And trendy in, the, in a sense where it's like, you can still
1: still incorporate your personality. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, stylish. Yeah. You can still incorporate your character and your personality within, you know, covering up at the same time.
1: Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, yeah. So it has these beautiful kind of lines. It has unusual cuts in your clothing. And what you were wearing, you had this, this cool jumpsuit on uh, when I met you at Harlem Fashion Row. So yeah, so this like breaking the um, misconceptions about what it means. And yeah. and then also like it, it it gives it more reach in terms of the kind of multiple multiple generations who could wear your brand to this is what I can hear in that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. My family are they're very supportive. They're you know, I'm telling you like Without them, there will be no Tashi because they are my they were my first investors,
1: yeah, so that's very- so important, isn't it like having that kind of support in the go well, you said you sent well the the skirt was also for your cousin, yeah, and
0: right? my best friend and your
1: best friend right <laughs> yeah. so and then their reaction and that kind of catapulted Tashi to a whole yeah. level what's the how does yeah. how does your um faith influence how you're running your business as well you know so I can see it in the designs I can see it in like your approach and being informed by what's next for you you know like so listening and, and being yeah. informed by that yeah how does it influence how you're running your business and how you're doing business because the fashion industry has got its own yes way of working you know so mm-hmm. how's that you know you know help us understand oh. how that's you know what you're I doing can't wait about to that. share this
0: I can't wait to share this with you okay <laughs> so first <laughs> so um all right so I told you that I left my 9 to 5 right mm-hmm. this year for good and um ever since then I just felt the need that I needed to now have my own place to do business because before then I was working in in my parents bas- basement okay straight through for 4 years right so, um, God just told me like, Natasha, you need a bigger space. And, um, I felt that I needed a, te- a bigger team cause I was a one man show. And, um, in August I moved into this studio space that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, now I have, uh, expanded my team. Mm-hmm. I have about like seven people. Wow. Um, in my company as we speak and, What we do each morning, we do a corporate prayer Mm -hmm. each morning and we um, for my interns, I do spiritual lessons with them every week as a part of their their internship program. Okay. so um, I make sure that I incorporate the faith aspect through that because I feel like, you know, they need to they need to um, grow spiritually as Mm -hmm. well also before any meeting we always pray and um like I make sure that I incorporate that in my brand very firmly Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know we are very explicit that this is a Christian based company and um so with my employees you know we have TVs I talk to them one-on-one you know um Talk to them personally, pray for them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we offer prayer requests through um, our email, our administrative email, info at to the employees and consumers, what have you. So um, we make sure that we, we do that straight through our brand like it's it's like this is not this is the first thing (laughs) that you will get from Tashi right and that's what really sets a sets us apart from the fashion for the other companies in the fashion industry Mm -hmm. we are very explicit about um the faith we're very explicit about um prayer and um spiritual development that's how Tashi incorporates the faith
1: yeah 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 so you are walking well you really are integrating it it's the part of who you are. It's the fabric of who you are as, as an organization. Yes. I'm also struck by how you move from you being just one person to seven people. <laughs> that's yes. like, in uh, that's I know a really big growth. What what gave you the courage to take that step versus a more gradual? Um, increase because that's a that that transition point for entrepreneurs and is is a critical one you know and some people don't take the leap and then you can limit growth because there's only so much that you can you one can do and then some people yeah yeah so help us and like tell me what you Um, where that came from
0: surely it is walking by faith and not by sight I'm telling yes. you that right now. Yes. And that's on my wall.
1: <laughs> Walking by faith and not by sight.
0: 2 Corinthians 5, 7.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Walking by faith and not by sight.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: um, God had showed me the vision of the redemption. Um, the the redemption collections mm-hmm. launch. So I knew it was a big, it was a big, big vision. And I already knew that I couldn't do this by myself. Okay and and that's when you know he just kept providing like this didn't happen like out of nowhere because God was telling me through my spirit that all right you need this person you need that person you need that person and he was just giving me visions too
1: mm-hmm. so
0: i was like okay i need some people in marketing i need a project manager i need a pr manager i need interns i need a seamstress i need a technical designer because i am going to be doing other things within my brand so I know I can't sew all the time I have to have I have to hire somebody to sew for me
1: right
0: because I can do it but I already knew like the other things the other deliverables that I had I was like Mm -hmm. there's no way I can make a 23 look collection with with me doing other things right and managing other people so I had to hire a seamstress and a technical designer and um this all happened with God just providing, like he was just sending me these people, okay? Like I just, people like that I just knew I had a conversation with and then just end up running into them. I'm like, hey, like, look, you know, I'm launching this collection. I remember you told me you wanted to work with me. Can you help me? Can you come on board? They came on board. Or, you know, like referrals, like my project manager who had referred the seamstress and, um, you know, all, and, and my design intern, you know, like all these things just happen within tandem. But to other people, it, it probably can see can can be seen as, you know, very fast. But mm-hmm. to God, this was on time, you know, and the yes. people that are <laughs> in this <laughs> company, they are the right fit. I'm telling you, they are the right fit. I right. couldn't see anyone else in these positions. And they were so, 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 so helpful.
1: I couldn't ask for anything. You've got a dream team, it sounds like. And I love (laughs) that you, yeah, I love how you say, you know, for some people it may seem fast, but for God, it was like it's right on time. Like when it's it's supposed to be happening, then it's either late or early. It's just so. The thing is, is that your faith has got you to where you are right now, too. So then you keep you stand in that place and then yes. you tr- you, in that, you trust that it's going to turn out the way you intend it to turn out because you're standing in that yeah. in a very strong place of um, faith and integrity. Uh, so yeah. yeah. What, uh, one of the questions that I, um, I always ask my guests is um, what's one of their most courageous moments? in their life so far. And it could be something Mm. that like a courageous act that you've taken on behalf of yourself, or it could be something you took on on behalf of another.
0: That's a a lot of courageous moments. Hmm. Trying to think, I think this is a courageous moment. I think with me, I'm gonna be very transparent with Mm. you. I have to be, because this is a part of my testimony. I'm still living through this testimony. Mm -hmm. This is a part of my courageous moment. Starting, like launching this thing, right? And with an investment of just 30 through, again, my parents, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) with starting this thing. But this project, this whole thing is more than 30. This is like a, I'll say like an 80 Hundred K, and not knowing how the other money was going to come in, mm-hmm. that's really walking blindly. Walking blindly, mm-hmm. and that's a, the I'm telling that is the most courageous I've ever been right. because I had to take a leap of faith. I didn't know, and I'm handling all these things. I'm managing people. I'm responsible for people. And I'm like, well, this 30K had helped me to like launch and like, you know, get the studio and get this everything and, you know, paying people and stuff like that. But now, and, and making the clothes too, because right. um we do in-house and out-house um, work. So we have an um, out-house production with an amazing factory as well. But I'm like, how in the world am I going to do this redemption experience, this campaign, if... I don't see the money or the funds right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How in the world, you know, and I even that, like if it's not enough to right. even produce this and God showed up and he showed up last week. And that's something that I, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to definitely make a, a separate video to really um, share that testimony because mm-hmm. I had a miracle that happened to me last week and God told me something was going to happen, but I couldn't see a way on how it was going to happen. And it did happen, but it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. Right. He still showed up and still provided. And just like with this experience. He's still going to he still is showing up and he still is going to provide. It may not be exactly how I want it to be, but it's how God wants Mm -hmm. it to be. And I feel like that is the most courageous I've ever been, because This experience fully stripped me down to a point where I had to let go. I had a problem with, you know, wanting to be in control of everything, and I couldn't be in control Mm -hmm. of these situations. I really had to trust in God to, like, look, you got to show up now. Like, you know, (laughs) like this is like, (laughs) it's about to be like, you know, like two weeks, a week. Like, and God is just like, look, I got this. Like, I wouldn't bring you this far. I wasn't going to provide. And I had to be courageous to think like that. I had to be. And that's when he, he showed up more than I can ever imagine. And I just can't wait to see how this is going to um, unveil Mm. this experience. Mm. Because I'm like, this has been the most courageous I've ever been, ever been in my life.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, and you, so as you're in it, in the moment, as well now the full lessons of it is not going to be fully present to you but what you can what's consistent is mm-hmm. you you responding to that conversation that you have with God which is a which mm-hmm. it's really kind of like shifting for me that that kind of the notion of prayer to a dialogue with God yeah you know like you're yeah. in constant dialogue
0: Yes. I have to be. You know? a, he is the CEO and founder of Tashi. Okay, so I'm like, look, you have to let me know what's the next move. Yeah, so I have to. Be, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That's so um, that's so so wonderful. If you if so, if you look back at it, in the last few years, five six years, and you and you had to speak to a younger version of yourself and you had to tell Natasha three things, what would you tell her?
0: I would tell her, first tell her, um, don't give up. Number two is, it's gonna be okay. (laughs) Mm. And number three, always stand strong in your faith Mm. and never waver. That's what I would tell her. Mm. Yeah, because these are the three things that that I had to tell myself now, like, don't give up. It's going to be okay. Like, you're not going to die. You know, like, yeah, it may, you know, it may be tough to go through the process. The process is definitely not easy, but do not give up. And then, you know, just don't waver on your faith. Don't feel like, you know, when you're going through the process that God has left you or you know, He can never leave you, but just don't just don't um don't feel like you're alone because mm-hmm. even when you go through yeah. these things, God is always present. So
1: that's what I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you've you the feeling of I love the notion of always being accompanied. You know, there's been yeah. times when I think it's really, and that really moves me, actually. I think it's really those, there are times when we don't know we're being accompanied, you know? Yeah, we're like, it is. Am I, am I on my own in this? Or you feel like it's been abandoned. <laughs> and then yeah. there are times when it feels very strong that, no, it's, it's the right here. Someone is right here being held and then in the being in that in that feeling of being held or the feeling of being accompanied that then strength can that you can galvanize Mm -hmm. the strength to take the next step whatever the next step is even in really challenging and difficult circumstances yeah yeah that's very powerful yeah
0: and thank you thank you so much i appreciate that yeah it's, it's Powerful
1: journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm. I'm. Uh, we're coming at the end of our time. I, you know, I. Thank you for sharing, your journey so powerfully, and your, thank the you. strength of your faith, and how that's connected to your daily actions, and and what you're doing, and what you what you're giving to the world. You know, through your work, through your designs. Oh, you. Um. And thank good you. luck, and all the best with your launch of your new collection. Thank Redemption. you. Yes, and you know. So tell us when is it. Tell us. Tell us when it. Tell the listeners when is it. Where is it going to be, and when's the launch? When is it coming out? Actually, I think this episode will come out on the day of the launch. So, but tell us. Yeah. So it's gonna.
0: Okay, I can't wait. All right. So, um, it's December 7th and it's going to um, we're going to launch the collection at in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. but the online viewers will have a chance to watch it live. Um, so I can give you the website link. It is www.theredemptionexperience.com. And they can view it live. Um, we're going to go live probably around eight o'clock PM Mm -hmm. and, um, they can, they can view the whole collection through that website.
1: Okay. So So they're going to have a, they're going to have interactive experience. So I'm going to, um, That's all that. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. So they can just click the link to go through. Yes. Yes. And, um, so this was, so that this is the seventh set. This is going to come out on the Friday. So it gives people time. And if you're, if they're in Brooklyn, can they show up to the launch or is it tickets only? How does that work?
0: Well, it's a private event. Okay. So So invite only, only invite only, but they do have a chance to watch
1: it. Live. online okay with everyone so, yes. yes excellent so but it invite? Right. Yeah. yes so then uh, click the link watch it live on the 7th yes. of december and yes. um the link is going to be in the show notes i wish you all the best with this Aww. launch and with the growth of tashi and it's it, you have taken it to a different level this year you know so yes. um you know walking what did you say walking in faith and not on inside,
0: walking by faith and not by sight walking
1: by second faith and not by, by yes. sight by sight
0: yes okay. second yeah. corinthians 5 7
1: okay i'm gonna remember that yes walking by faith and not by sight yeah,
0: yeah and will um, that yes amen and i just want to tell you thank you so much shirley i just pray over your life and I just pray for nothing but abundance. And I'm just happy to see what you're doing with your um your calling, your podcast. And I just pray that God continues to expand your territory. You are such an amazing, blessed person. And I just pray for nothing but God's grace over your life and your family's life as well. No, oh, thank you so okay.
1: much. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Well done. That's great. I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. Well, I really loved, as you, as you know, I love this interview and, and the thing that has really had me reflect since I interviewed Natasha was that notion of being in dialogue with God so constantly. And then being guided, the, the experience of being accompanied, the checking in regularly with, with God. And whether it's for you, it's God, or a higher being, or the universe, like, I relate to, my relationship is there is a higher being. Not everyone has that, I understand, but that's where I sit, and um, I don't often talk about that, but... Natasha's ability to connect and be in conversation and then make her choices out of those conversations that she's having is so powerful and was very moving for me. And so I really appreciate Natasha sharing her story. As she says, she's walking by faith and not by sight and she truly is demonstrating that. And I just, Got a lot from it, and it has been sitting with me since we had the conversation. So thank you, Natasha. Um, and what it prompted actually was I picked up Neil Donald Neil Walsh's book, "A Conversations with God," which I've had for years, and um, I picked it up and I was, I'm, I'm going to start reading it again. Um, yeah, that's what it started to elicit for me. So I'm curious, what has it elicited for you? You know, what's your response to the conversation that we had with Natasha? And obviously at this stage, remember you can go online tomorrow and um, the launch of her collection happens tomorrow. You can go online and watch it live around, I think it's seven or eight, eight o'clock Eastern time. So if you're interested in in fashion, interested in finding out about her clothing line, then do watch Redemption and uh, and see what, watch her show. And so thank you, Natasha. Thank you everyone who's listening. I appreciate you. I cannot tell you what it means to me when you're in contact with me and you're sending me messages and you tell me the impact that I'm having on you. It helps me And keeps me determined to keep bringing you these amazing guests. And there's lots of other things down the pike in 2020. So please continue to be in contact. You can DM me at Shirley McAlpine on my Instagram account. You can message me from my website, ShirleyMcAlpine.com. Or you can go to the Facebook page, Shirley McAlpine. No, it's not. It's She's Got Drive podcast Facebook page. The other thing I want to say is... I am starting to go live on Facebook, and I'm doing Facebook Live, so look out for the ads sometimes. Most of the time, it's going to be on a Tuesday, but there are times when I'm facilitating during the day, and it's midday, and so I can't do it. There will be another day that I will go live that week, so look out for the ads on that. Thank you so much for listening, but before I want to acknowledge, it's Cassandra is my producer so thank you cassandra for um producing she's got drive and um the music is by the awesome or female band blonde the song is called circles until next time go well and stay well